The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. Well, over the last few years, we've thought a lot more about shipping than we probably ever have before with Brexit and COVID and the Suez Canal thrown into the mix. Trouble with shipping is now a regular occurrence, but not as regular as the hardy little snowdrops that pop up like clockwork around this time of year. Jeremy Gavin has been looking at the surprising world of snowdrops, the shocking cost of the bulbs, snowdrop hunters and seductive gardeners. There's an episode of Father Ted where Mrs. Doyle wins a poetry competition and the prize is a visit from a pop superstar, Anne McLove, who has a devoted following of middle-aged women. Down, Mrs. Doyle. Despite being sworn to secrecy, the word gets out, and soon every housekeeper on Craggy Island swarms the parochial house. It's like a big tide of jam coming towards us, but jam made out of old women. They break in and find Owen asleep in an armchair. The women crowd around, exchanging their thoughts on how lovely he is. It's Owen! Oh, oh father, isn't he lovely? I have a friend. Who's a gardening version of Owen McLove? Let's call him Paul. And Paul is lovely. But what makes him as seductive as Owen McLove to certain plantaholics is that Paul is a galantophile guru. A galantophile is an enthusiastic collector and identifier of snowdrops, and Paul is Ireland's best. To be fair, snowdrops are amazing. They flower in the middle of winter when little else does, and they're the most resilient of plants. In cold spells, snowdrops sometimes collapse, only to resurrect themselves once the temperature rises. After the long months of winter, it's the snowdrop that's the first flower to bloom. Their delicate white calyxes stir thoughts of spring, full of colourful flowers. And perhaps even more remarkably, their leaves have special hardened tips to help them break through frozen soil. Although they're common across Ireland today, the snowdrop originally comes from Central and Eastern Europe. Galantomania dates back from the 1850s when soldiers brought bulbs back from the Crimea, sparking a white fever. I looked out of my window this morning for bed and there they were, snowdrops. I, um, it lifts the heart that you and I and, and the snowdrops are all part of the same system. A large part of their charm is that the mainly white flowers have been crossbred, creating many must-have varieties. And new varieties are not cheap. In 2012, a seed company bought two bulbs of a new cultivar for £725 each. One died, the other was stolen. Perhaps maximum snowdrop mania was reached in February 2022 when a single bob of Galantis Placatus Golden Tears was sold for £1,850. So, back to Paul. As a young gardening student, he spent time training in Belfield, a lovely garden in Tipperary, owned by Angela Jupe. She was quite remarkable, an architect, landscape architect, retailer, researcher, historian and gardener. What happened to me was, um, well, I was always keen on gardening because my father gave me a little patch when I was about four years of age and some of his seeds and it kind of continued on. She didn't suffer fools and was passionate about snowdrops and that love spread to Paul. In time, he left Ireland for a plant nursery in Wiltshire 
where he was responsible for recording and organising a huge snowdrop collection. Months were spent practising a dark art known as twin scaling, propagation by chopping up bulbs, but it resulted in 50,000 new snowdrops. Soon, Paul returned to work in Ireland, where one Friday evening at five, Angela called. Could Paul meet her in Rosslare at eight? Angela was on a mission. They took the ferry to Pembroke, arriving at midnight, drove straight to London and landed at the site of a snowdrop sale at 6am. At 7, they joined an already large queue and the doors opened to a baying crowd of galantophiles at 10. It's easy to spot galantophiles at this time of the year. They're primarily middle-aged, middle-class women who've no sense of comfort. I swear I won't tell anyone. May I be struck down with every disease that it is known for a middle-aged woman to suffer from. And as you and I know, Mrs Doyle, that's a hell of a lot of diseases. At this time of the year, you'll find them in packs, in gardens, sitting on wet grass. Sometimes on all fours with bombs in the air, marvelling at green or yellow markings on these tiny flowers. Angela had no time for niceties. She elbowed her way through to the front of the queue with a list. Among her conquests that day were Galantis Dopey, which has particularly nice lime green colours and apparently a very lazy habit. There was also Galantis South Highs, discovered in an English garden in 1992, its petals curving inwards. Galantophiles don't trust what they're being sold and possibly don't trust each other. They buy their bulbs when they're in flower. When they're paying 80 or 90 quid per plant, they want to be sure what they're getting. It's a good idea, though, because snowdrops don't like to dry out, so they're better planted, as we say, in the green. In 2022, Angela went to that big snowdrop garden in the sky and left Belfield with its amazing collection of snowdrops to the RHSI, and Paul became head gardener. Realising the value of the collection, Paul locked the gates, took away the name tags and replaced them with codes, because without the names, they're harder to snip, pinch or dig up. But don't worry, we can all visit Paul and Angela's snowdrops at Belfield soon. Galantophiles and civilians are welcome. Just bring a sense of joy and wonderment, maybe a cushion or knee pads for comfort, and leave the secateurs and trowels behind. Dermot Gavin there and the gardens are open soon so enjoy them and he was talking about those delicate bell-shaped white flowers that help us to look forward to brighter days ahead.